Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating or leaning into juicy, soulful, whole, living, adventuring, engaging, and doing our best to embrace and be with all of life on this adventure of a lifetime. Sure. So on a theme of changing perspectives and self-reflection as well as holding space, being willing to hear another point of view. So I heard a beautiful little parable on um, just a few little shares I'm going to, from stuff I heard recently, a story of a, I don't think it was necessarily a parable, I think it was actually um, like a story of a guy who was old, he was 75 years old, he was still working and he went for like a blessing to like one of these great spiritual leaders and he was really um, worried about the marriage that his daughter was in and that he was 75 and he still had to work. And the blessing that he got was that may you be successful. And a little while later, that either if he found his way back to a spiritual leader or someone else who knew he'd been there or saw him and said, like, how are things going? And he replied, wow, it's actually amazing. I'm I'm 75 years old and I'm still healthy and strong enough to work. And every day, like, I thank God that I can work at 75. And my daughter is, um, thank God, she's getting out of a really challenging marriage. And I've never seen my grandkids more in, in my entire life. And it's too wonderful. And it wasn't that anything had actually changed, but his perspective had changed. And because his perspective had changed, it had changed everything. So that how to change everything <laughs> without changing anything the power of a different point of view. So, yeah, wow, wow. Which sort of ties in from the last chapter of Untethered Soul with unconditional happiness of, yeah, that it's not based on conditions and that no matter what happens, there's ways to find gratitude for the life that's coming and for the ability to experience the life and to find different ways to frame it. Hmm. And then I was listening to an interview with Gabor Mate and Marianne Williamson, and just in general. So Marianne Williamson is running for presidency in America, and Marianne2024.com, it's just a great place just to kind of boost belief in potential of humanity, because she lists there like a different policies and ideas of different things that she would initiate, and even if you're not American, it's just... Yeah, it was really beautiful. I think she wrote a book, something like The Politics of Love. And in this interview with Gabor, so there's two things. The one he was saying that because they reflected on a time when she'd met him and mentioned that she may run for presidency again, and his initial instinctual response was, you know you won't win. And she was like, well, how can you be so sure? And then a little while later in the conversation, he was like, well, I'm really glad that you answered that way. And in today's interview, he was saying that you win. You actually win no matter what. You win no matter the polls, no matter the outcome of the presidency, because the fact that you're out there displaying on a political level a way of bringing compassion and humanity and a vision for leadership that really cares about its people, that the fact that you're doing that in your talks and your rounds and in every visit and every that that is touching lives and opening and cracking people open to that possibility, that 
you've won. That's the winning, which is just so beautiful because, again, that's a different point of view. That you've won because you're spreading the light of a different version and reality to politics that can exist and thrive. So, yeah, whether it's this time around or whether she decides to continue to run or whatever happens, that, yeah, just in bringing the light, you've won. Um, which also is like people being open to hearing a different point of view and to self-reflect, um, which is just quite incredible. And the other thing that in their talk, so the one also touching on the theme of politics was Gabor mentioned like 150 years ago a, a medical professional, Rudolf Virchow, V-I-R-C-H-O-W. He's apparently known today as the um, father of pathology or somehow linked to pathology. And there was a time with, with conflict in a certain area where he was asked to look at a syphilis outbreak. And actually, in part of his reply, he spoke about the Poles, um, I think the people from Poland, but about them needing to be able to speak their own language and have a sense of community control. And the response he got was, this is politics, this is not medicine. And he was saying that medicine, if it is to achieve its aim, it must intervene on the political and social points that hinder or impede moral and social functioning. And he's saying his solutions, as a doctor, was saying that it's important to separate church and state that the Poles must be able to speak their own language, education for both sexes, and free and unlimited democracy. And the final beautiful line was that medicine is social science, and actually politics is nothing else but medicine on a larger scale. Wow. And for more and more of the world to, to actually just wake up to see that. And the last share, just on here, something else that came up in the talk. Donald Trump's niece, Mary Trump, she wrote like an, an family autobiographical book and then also another book called The Reckoning. And it deals with trauma. And Gabor quoted a section where she was saying that trauma shapes us in ways that we may not be aware of. And it will always do so unless we face what has happened to us which is self-reflection, face what we have done to ourselves and to each other. Because she started out by saying that current trauma is a combination of our history, the logical stories we tell ourselves, and the lies we embrace and the lies we perpetuate. The myths, the myths we embrace and the lies we perpetuate. And that we need to face what has happened to us. What is, we have done to ourselves and each other and look through. Looking through that lens. Without looking through that lens, we cannot fully understand what is unfolding. So to really take stock. Because in points of pain and trauma, there can definitely be distortion to reality, events, it's very easy just to get stuck in one specific perspective and point of view. And please God to find, to find the ways 
forward beyond and something to hold space for solutions beyond and sort of my last share on this one you know the other day I was staying somewhere where apparently the gate has a way to switch off its lock so you can leave it sort of like unlocked and anytime I've ever known something like this there's always been like a little button or something near the actual part of the door that closes and I can't tell the number of times I looked on the inside of this door and I just couldn't find it because I was so close and looking so close and then actually there's a button completely outside even of the frame of the door completely like away that looks like nothing else I was familiar with at all that literally is just a button that you press and this thing is obviously like digital and then pressing that button either releases or activates. But it works on a completely different mechanism. And it was such an embodiment of like how you cannot change things by fighting the current reality. You have to build a new model that makes the old model obsolete from Buckminster Fuller. And please God, oh, please God, in this time, in everything that's happening in so many places of the world, oh, to just, yeah... Please, God, to have the capacity not to be fueled to make, not that our grief dehumanizes, but each person in their own grief should remain connected to their humanity. And Gabo mentioned something at the very beginning of the talk that he really, from all the people he meets and all the things he sees, that every individual, like average person on each side just wants peace and wants to be able to build a beautiful life for themselves and their family. And please, God, to unite on that front, on the greater thing that we all strive for. So please, God, to find, to change yeah, the perspectives that empower, to be willing, to be tender and compassionate with ourselves and not become dehumanized through our own grief. Oh, hold space for a solution beyond something that may be completely out of left field, but to believe that there is, there has to be a way forward. Please God, just acting from places of kindness and compassion and self-reflection and tenderness, that that can help create the clarity to see step by step a way forward. Mm. Precious heart. Happy adventuring. Present adventuring. <laughs> oh.